Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, honored to have y'all in here for another episode of the podcast. I am very grateful that y'all would take the time to listen to a guy like me putting out some content and hopefully helping you move your personal development journey in a positive direction. So thank y'all for that, guys. Before we get too far into it, let's go ahead and take care of some of that housekeeping. If you receive value from this episode or any other episode of the Next In Line podcast, I would ask that you share the show with like-minded individuals who could receive that same kind of value. That's the best way for us to grow this movement, guys, and to really push this thing out so that we can help as many people as possible. That's the goal. That's why we started this podcast. That's why we started this movement, this network of people. It's all to help individuals reach their full potential. Now, along with that, guys, you can leave us a rating or review. You can comment, like, subscribe on whatever platform you find yourself listening on, and that's going to help us push ourselves out into the search bar results when people look for personal development and self-help type podcasts as well. So that's just one more way you can help us, guys. Uh, We greatly appreciate everyone that's actively doing that and participating. We've definitely seen the numbers grow a little bit here recently, and uh, very excited about that. Now, Another thing you can do, guys, is give us a follow on social media. That's at Next In Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. We haven't been the most active as of late, but with a couple of the big upcoming events that we have, we're going to be posting some live updates on the story, on the post, uh, probably some reels as well. So just be prepared for that. There's going to be some cool content coming out around these big upcoming events that we've got. And speaking of said events, we got a couple of really cool races coming up, y'all. We are going to be participating in the KD225 on October 23rd out in Clinton, Missouri. Now, that is my big, big race for this year. That will be my first race over the 100-mile mark, and we decided to go all the way out to 225 miles. Now, I've got four days to complete that race out in Missouri, like I said, running from Clinton to St. Charles, and it's going to be a crazy adventure. We've got a great group of pacers, great group of crew members, and some fellow racers that we're going to get to share the trail with that are just phenomenal, phenomenal people. So super stoked about that. Again, that's just two weeks away on the 23rd of October. So coming very fast. We're in the deep taper of this. um, And my training program's been a little sporadic and a little crazy, but hey, we're hoping to get in there and do this thing really, really well. Now, along with that, another big event that we're going to partake in is the Brazos Bend 100. Now, myself, I will not be running that race, but we'll be out there to support Michael Ruiz as he takes on his first 100-mile ultramarathon. It's going to be a little bit wild, guys, thinking that he just got into this ultra-running world, uh, running his first 50K this year, but man, he has put in the work. He has really bust his ass and done some cool stuff. I'm super proud of the training runs he's been on, the PRs he set for himself, and just pushing himself further and further out there and just seeing what he's capable of. So there's not a doubt in my mind he's going to not go out there and just knock this thing out of the park, y'all. But we'll be out there supporting him, pacing, crewing. Uh, We'll have a tent set up and a good support crew too. So if you're interested in running any of the events out there, I believe it starts with a half marathon length and goes up from there um let us know we'd be happy to be 
involved in that and support you however we can since we'll be out there anyway, guys. Uh, it'd be great to make some new connections and just get in touch with some cool people. So that's really all the racing announcements we have. But I do want to take time to celebrate a little victory uh, from my dad, Mr. Billy Pitts, going out and absolutely knocking it out of the park with a 5k this weekend i know 5k is a little bit of a gear shift for us compared to these uh long runs that we've been doing but man it's a different kind of running and whenever you're truly intending on going out there and laying it down on a 5k it's just as challenging in its own ways uh just you remove a few different factors but with that being said he went out there and he left it all on the table. He put a run down that was way, way faster than the times he's been running for his training runs. And, uh, man, just really gave the competition some hell out there to the point of taking eighth overall and he was first in his division. So that's just blows my mind. He's done a great job and I'm so proud of him going out there and knocking that out like that. And, uh, makes me want to go out there and, and run some of these races too and participate in some of this stuff, just the way he's inspired me by doing that. So big shout out to Mr. Billy Pitts. Congratulations, Pops. And from that, guys, it's been a couple of crazy weeks. The week before last, I think I mentioned that I was in a leadership training program. And what that was, it was a pipeline program that mainly focuses on refilling the leadership pipeline within our company. It is a very involved, decently challenging uh, program that really requires a lot of investment and buy-in on your part. And it's very exciting to be involved in that and to see all of these great individuals in our company and where their heads are at and really focusing on the future of our company as well. So with me being involved in that, I was able to focus on really the structure of our division, if you will. Um, don't really like calling them divisions anymore because it seems so divided, right? So looking at changing that actually, uh, but focusing on some of our divisions and, and branches, if you will, of our company, how everything looks, the structure, what our people need from us, how I can be a better leader, how I can support my teammates leader, uh, sorry, better and spread that workload around just a little bit more and uh, give some relief to everybody in the division and start doing some things that we really, really need to change, you know. So it's really fun to be part of that and, and highly enjoyable as a program. And then about a year ago, if y'all have been listening and are tuned in with the episodes, I talked about being at a week-long full immersion leadership training where we were basically locked in at this resort and working from about 6.30 a.m., 7 a.m., all the way up to midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and it was very involved, very challenging, um, but I took so much from that course and so much from that program, and I couldn't be more thankful for the opportunity to attend that. Or so I thought. You see, this past week, it's been absolutely crazy. And that's because I had the opportunity to go back and participate once again in that leadership training. However, as a facilitator, as the people that get to help train and observe and give some insight and some feedback to these individuals participating in the program. And it was just really eye-opening and a great blessing to be involved in something like that, you see, because 
as much as I love getting to sit here and do this podcast and talk about personal development and professional development, this was on a whole nother level of engagement and really getting to dive into helping people in a controlled environment to really dive into things that they could do a little bit better in forms of leadership and even personal management and learning to manage their energy and their emotions. You know, so really getting into this is my jam. I totally love every bit of it. I love being involved in it. I can't tell you how much it meant to me to go into it. And although we've got a two-month-old baby girl here at home and works absolutely crazy, and I've got this insane running schedule right now, getting to be part of this full immersion leadership training, not being able to communicate with those I loved, not being able to really keep up with the work. I had to depend on a lot of other people, but now I'll be playing a lot of catch up as we get further back into this coming week. Even with all that going on and the high demand and schedule and the hours and the lack of sleep, I can tell you genuinely that I came back from this amazingly filled up. The opportunity to help people and the opportunity to really give people new perspective on the things that they could stand to improve on just a little bit fires me up. And more than that, the opportunity to learn and take those things that those individuals struggled with and apply them to my own life because Lord knows we all struggle with the same things. We've all been there. We've all done that. We all go back on occasion, right? So to be privy to that situation, to see the development of others and to Take little bits of knowledge and nuggets of wisdom, if you will, from that and just turn it into something great is genuinely a blessing. And I absolutely loved it. I loved the other facilitators I was with and, and the knowledge that they had, the, the high EQ that they have and how plugged in they are to what every single person needs and how to make them better. I know that I'm a better leader, I'm a better person for going through this, and it was just something that was real big for me, guys, and something I felt like I needed to share with y'all, and from that, I did want to share a few of the key takeaways I had from this past week, one of which was find ways to do more of what you love. Like I said, this past week filled my tank. It was an amazing experience. It's exactly where I like to spend my time helping people, being plugged in, being perceptive as to what they need from me and really filling in on how to help them progress, where they need to focus, what they need to do to, to push themselves a little bit further and to get to that spot of being a valuable leader for those around them, both upward to the sides below them, omnidirectional leadership, I guess is what we coined it as, but teaching individuals how to fit into that role no matter where they're at and how to influence others no matter where they're at is something that I really genuinely love. And because of that, 
I'm going to find ways to make this podcast a little bit more like that, to make my everyday life a little bit more like that. Maybe there's opportunities to spend with people and with programs and with just situations within my community as well that I can do more of exactly that. And that's one thing I took away from it is that the things that we love to do that refill us, that energize us, that's what we need to spend more time doing. Give back to ourselves, refill that tank, and realize that we're a better person because we're able to do those things. Another thing I took away, guys, was what you put in is what you get out. You see, this is a full immersion program that has multiple exercises that you do throughout the week. And it's high demand. Like I said, the hours were crazy. We were working till midnight to 1 p.m. Or I'm sorry, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. There's even groups that stayed up till 3 a.m. And there was a lot of people that were highly, highly engaged in this program. And there were others that weren't necessarily as engaged, weren't necessarily as tuned in. And it made all the difference how much energy how much time, how much true engagement people put into this. I know that I was super plugged in and I was a facilitator, so I was involved in every aspect. I was up late, putting in extra time, printing a bunch of stuff out, prepping for work. I was actually able to even teach a couple of segments of this thing. So I was very engaged and I pulled so much out of it because of that, especially talking about the the self-fulfillment and the filling of my own tank. But we had individuals that showed up on the Sunday that we started this and didn't want to be there, didn't have any inkling that they were going to gain anything from it, thought they were just checking a box and they were going to be wrapped up in some HR hoity-toity bullshit kind of stuff. And the truth of the matter is they came away with more than almost every other participant in this thing. And that's because... They decided to flip the switch. They decided to put themselves into this and really invest. And when something piqued their interest, they didn't back away. No, they ran straight towards it. They chose to engage and to be more and to be involved. And it served them so, so well. So that's another great takeaway is just what you get out is what you put in. And that works for everything, guys. It works for the gym. It works for your diet. It works for your career. It works for your personal relationships. Just decide what you want. And it's okay to not want to put everything into a relationship or everything into a certain aspect of your life. But make sure that that's not an area that you want to have superior positive progression in. Make sure it's an area of your life you're okay with being mediocre in or not having the highest investment investment or, or not getting the most fulfillment back from. Because like I said, what you get out, what you put in is what you're going to get out. Another takeaway I got from this week, guys, was it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. We had this theme pop up a few different times. This is a very, very high-stress situation, guys. It makes you get in touch with some areas of your life that possibly you haven't been in touch with in a while. It puts you in a spot to be exposed. It's high stress in so many ways 
not necessarily physically, but emotionally and mentally, it's so taxing. And there was a lot of people that went to that point of not necessarily being okay. The stress got to them or something from their past flipped a switch and and brought all of those emotions back forward because of a situation they found themselves in this week. And whenever I say this is highly engaging and it's a very challenging thing, I I mean that. It's not your standard leadership training. It's not your run-of-the-mill place to be. It's really something special. And the fact of the matter is, whenever you are in that engaged and whenever you have that much going on and that much stress, there's going to come a time whenever you hit your end, whenever you just get to a point that it doesn't feel like you're going to want to keep going or you can't keep going. And it's okay. It's okay to be human. It's okay to have those emotions, but it's not okay to just let yourself quit or let yourself walk away. The ability to push through and persevere and do something great for yourself, which is finish what you started and push through till you win. That's something that I genuinely feel like really needs to be driven home. And it was an example that was spelled out time and time again during this wild, wild week where I got to be involved in this. And there was even times whenever just mentally and emotionally being away from my family for the week and a half that I was away from them because I had to go back up on the weekends, the Saturday and Sunday to help prep for this, this event that I was helping facilitate and to be engaged and help set up. And then I didn't get to talk to my wife a whole lot, but being in that spot, it it really was taxing. It took a lot out of you and it was tough and it's okay to admit that it's okay to feel those things but you've got to do something to fix it. You've got to do something to correct. You've got to take time for yourself. Uh, we talk about Covey's seven habits and sharpen the saw. you got to take time to refill you, to do the things that you need to do, to sharpen the saw so that you can be the best version of yourself. And that's really what this point was. The It's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. Then, guys, the last thing that I really gleaned from this on just a super high level and a quick review level is we had this theme song for the week. And there's always a theme song set for these things. But this one really hit home, especially for me being the kind of person that I am. And maybe y'all see it here. Maybe y'all don't. Uh, Let me know what y'all think on this one. But my final point is express yourself. And that was our song, you know, express yourself, you know, but it was really, really neat to hear that feedback from somebody. You know, I'm pretty quick at picking up what people tell me and what people put out there to me. And I learn fast and I can put myself in a situation and really be a workhorse when I need to. And along with those things, comes a little bit of stoicism on my part, comes a little bit of lack of communication, of expressing myself, of of telling people what's really going on in my head, right? And I've learned that whenever I do that, whenever I bottle things up or or I suppress the way I feel about things because I feel that 
it's going to favor everyone else, it's going to benefit. That's not serving to anyone. That's something that honestly hinders all of those around me that can't really tell what's going on. They can't tell if I'm frustrated. They can't tell if I'm happy. They can't tell if I'm upset. All because I just feel like I got to shoulder the load and I can't express myself or put my emotions out there. And I can't be the real version of myself. I just have to be the one that checks the boxes, gets things done, moves on to the next, invincible and bulletproof. And so it was really, really cool to hear from people that, hey, we want to know what you're doing. We want to understand where you're at. We want to understand like how you're comprehending things and, and that you're really picking up what's being said and, and that, you know, even though you're at a place where you might comprehend everything or you might feel like you've got it under wraps, you've really got to tell people. you got to communicate that. you got to let people know that the situation's okay and that things are progressing the way they need to and that that you're not slipping into a bad place of not being okay like we talked about in the last point. And knowing that that's something I can grow from and really take into the future and, and work on in all aspects of my life because I'm realizing I don't do a good job of that with my with my wife. I don't do a good job of that with my friends. I, I tell a lot of people I'm just genuinely okay and move on. I'm fine. You know, do the guy thing and just shoulder the load, not being in touch with your emotions. But that's the last great point that I took from this week. And that was find ways to do more of what you love. That's what you put in is what you get out. That's it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. And lastly, express yourself. So, guys, it's been a super productive week. It's been awesome. It's been cool to be a part of that. And there's probably going to be a bigger podcast episode where I really dive into some of the principles of what I learned and some of the beautiful things that I was able to take away and, and that others were able to take away from this training. But that's really what I want to focus on for that side of things for today. But I do want to shift gears just a little bit and talk about something that I feel like we've discussed a little bit here on the podcast pretty regularly, but I don't feel like I've done it justice with really diving into what it means. And I think think I might have put some people off just by maybe aiming their bar too low or looking at things from a different perspective. But, you know, while I was running this week, I remembered how much we've talked about small attainable goals. And it's not that the big goals aren't important. It's not that we shouldn't have these long-term goals and these things that scare us and these really, really exciting goals. But what it is, is we need to have a path to get there. We need to have small check-ins. We need to have places where we can be honest with ourselves about whether the day in and day out things that we are putting in are getting us the results that we want. And that's exactly what this is. You see, a small attainable goal is something that helps you work towards the direction that you're heading. It's something that helps you check in and figure out that you're still progressing, that you can celebrate the little victories and the things that you're doing on the way to being 
the best that you can be on the way to being that financially independent person, that ultra runner, that division president or whatever it is you're shooting for, the big goal that you've got for yourself. You can make sure that you're checking the boxes along the way, that you're progressing in the way that you need to in order to chase that goal. And some micro examples of this, guys, are whenever I decided to lose weight, I didn't really know how much I wanted to lose. I just knew that I needed to lose a significant amount. So I started with small goals. And these goals were in different aspects. Some of them directly dealt with the number on the scale. Some of them were, you know, I want to get to a point where I'm five pounds lighter than I am right now. And then I want to make sure I lose 10 pounds. Then I want to make sure I hit the metric on losing 15 and 20 and so on. And those were small attainable goals in five pound increments that stair-stepped me towards where I was trying to go. But on the other side, it was diets. I want to make sure that I don't have a single cheat meal this week. I want to make sure that I hit my goal for my diet and my carb intake and my calorie intake and my protein intake every single day this week. See, that's a much more attainable goal than just shooting to never screw up on your diet or to be tied to this program for three months and, and just not able to do any of the things that you want. Maybe the goal is I want to make sure I get up and I hit my workouts 80% of the time that I wanted to in the week. If I plan on working out seven days a week, maybe it's making sure I got up and worked out at least five. Whatever it is, guys, these small attainable goals are the things that help you measure your progress, help you stay engaged, help you celebrate celebrate the little wins and help you celebrate the little things in your life that you're really, really trying to progress towards. And I wanted to take the time to explain that and to really get into it, to let people know that these aren't any less important than those big goals. See, these are the things that actually take you down the path, that keep you going down the path, that help you break things down into bite-sized chunks. And to really understand that when you're climbing the mountain, it is one foot in front of the other, one step at a time. Whenever you're trying to eat the elephant, as me and my dad always say back and forth to each other, it is one bite at a time. And eventually, you'll have the whole thing ate. You'll have the mountain climbed. You'll have whatever that big, big goal you're set for yourself achieved. And that's what these small attainable goals are about. But one of the biggest things with them, guys, is you have to be 100% honest with yourself. You can't lie. You can't fib. You can't change yourself if you're not willing to be honest. Because whenever we don't truly, truly reflect on things, you can never tell what you're doing. If you just say, Close enough is close enough. You're never going to get to where you're trying to go. So make sure these goals are something you can measure and truly measure. Make sure there's something you can reflect on and truly be honest with yourself. And if you're engaged enough, if you've really got the goals around what you're trying to do and 
you're really dead set on making a change and becoming better and becoming the person you want to be, then these goals are going to be the things that take you down that path. You don't have to go and set a huge goal of being a 100-mile ultramarathon runner. You don't have to go out and set some huge goal of having absolutely no debt. You don't have to go out and decide, hey, I'm going to lose 75 pounds. Yeah, those can be overarching goals. They can be long-term goals that you focus on. But these little goals are the ones that you check every single day, that you hit on a weekly basis, that you hit in the short term so that you can actually see some kind of benefit, that you can give yourself some kind of reward, some kind of gratification for what you're doing, right? That's where these come in. So if I was ever unclear about that, guys, or if I ever stated this and you thought that this wasn't part of a bigger goal conversation, it it wasn't big enough and it wasn't scary enough and it didn't inspire enough, know that these are just small tools and small metrics to get towards the big things that you're trying to do to really achieve the larger things in life that you have your eyes set on. So just to clear that up, guys, again, If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, reach out to me. I've really enjoyed this conversation, this reflection on the past week, this clarification of small attainable goals, and laying out what those are to y'all. Over this next week, I'm sure we'll have a conversation about Katie um, and really getting closer to this race. We'll be a week out as we drop the next podcast, so get excited for that, guys. Uh, And man... Thank you to everyone who's reached out with your support, who has let us know what we're doing, has helped you, um, and has shared the show. Because, guys, that's really what makes all the difference. But that's all I'll leave you all with today. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. Do challenging things, guys. Push yourself out there and always be prepared for whatever is next in line.